Hey, welcome back to Real Talk. He's Joe, I'm Brad, and because of you, we just hit a thousand subscribers! Yes! All right, back to Real Talk. That was fun. So really, thank you so much for hanging out with us each week and watching Real Talk. Some of you have been with us from the beginning, some of you kind of just joined lately. We're so grateful for you. So, one more week of whack things in the Bible. You ready? Yes, I love it. So there's this whole book in the Bible called the Psalms, right? And starts with a P. It weird. Psalms. Psalms. When I think of the Psalms, you know, I think of like King David with his harp frolicking in the meadow, and like they're really Psalm sweet. Yes, the Lord is, is my, my shepherd. shepherd. Him staring at the sky, the heavens declare the glory of God. Right. That's kind of what I think of. Yeah. There's a few that aren't like that. They're a little harsher. Right? Mm-hmm. We call them the imprecatory psalms. Great word. Yeah. Spell that three times fast. I can't. Imprecatory? I'm not sure. We'll have to look that up. Producer Jenny? Imprecatory Impre- Impre- right here somewhere. Yeah. So, Imprecatories. I mean, like, we think of those fun ones, those kind of light and airy. You know, it's like if Bob Ross was writing poetry, <laughs> they would be the psalms, right? Happy little okay. trees. And- yeah, yeah. Okay, but here's a couple that aren't. I'm just going to read you a couple, and we're going to talk about why are these in the Bible, and what do we do with them, right? Because we're saying, okay, the Bible is God's word for us. It matters to us, all of it from beginning to end. So why is it there? So here's a couple. King David in Psalm 58, he says, The righteous will be glad when they are avenged, when they dip their feet in the blood of the wicked. That's kind of (laughs) gruesome. Dip your feet in the blood of the wicked. Yeah, that's yeah, gross. messy. Not very Bob Rossi. Not, not not really gentle and kind. Not and light. Happy. Not light. No. Yeah. Here's another one. He says, uh, he says, a reward to the one who grabs their babies and smashes their heads on the rocks. <laughs> what? He's the Lord is his... my shepherd, yes. and let's smash some heads on of, rocks of babies. Terrible. Yikes. What, what are we doing with these in the Bible? You know, he's talking in both cases about um, his enemies and how he feels about them. Mm-hmm. But flip the pages a little bit and you find Jesus saying, actually, love your enemies. Mm-hmm. Pray for your enemies. If someone slaps you, turn the other cheek. Go the extra mile. Yeah. Offer someone your coat if you have to. Yeah. Wow, so there's a divide of, going on here. Seems so out of place for right. David to go from... The Lord is my shepherd and talking about the gentleness and the goodness of God and praising his holy name to avenging blood and smashing babies. Yes. Pretty distinct and not very pleasant and kind sounding. Right. And then later we're back to Jesus saying, love your enemies. So where does this, was he wrong? Like, should David not have been saying these things? And the things that that David is saying, are these God's words? Like, right. How do you reconcile, like, right. okay, these are the words of the Bible that should have been inspired by God. Yep. It seems like God's speaking out of both sides of his mouth. Like, I'm gentle, right. I'm just, I'm kind, I'm fair, and I want blood avenged right. and babies dashed. Right. Seems inconsistent. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think one of the things that's great about the Psalms is David's a real man. Yep. Right? So it's like he's writing these things out of his heart and his experience with being... Um, probably mistreated mm-hmm. and having enemies. We've all had em- enemies. Mm-hmm. And so there's probably times where I've wanted, maybe not use the same word, but I've wanted bad things to happen to my enemies. Yep. 
Is that okay, though? Is that okay? Yeah. I think it's normal. Is it abnormal to want something to happen in some ways to punish yeah. my enemies? Right. I mean, I've had feelings like that towards people I've seen do horrible things to others. Mm -hmm. I mean, in pastoral ministry, we see abuse up front and really yeah. horrible things that have been done to children, done to women. And it's like, man, if I'm choosing in my natural man and I'm feeling, I'm like, I'm wishing. I'll, I probably wouldn't say, I hope my feet are dipped in blood, but I right. might say something like in my language, in our language today, like, dude, I hope that guy gets hit by a bus. Right, right. Might yeah. be our way of expressing it. I mean, it. some of the language, the metaphors that he's using, remember, this is like 1,000 B.C., and mm -hmm. David is a general of an army. He's a king. Mm -hmm. His metaphors are probably a little less socially refined than ours are today, <laughs> right? But this would mean he wants vengeance. He wants justice. And I think in some ways, as you read these more difficult psalms, that's what you hear is like, there's a sense in all of us, we want justice. Mm -hmm. And there's also a sense that we have limitations and we want God to step in and get that justice for us. And that's kind of what he's asking in a lot of these. It's like, God, will you wipe these guys out? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's I, like I wrestle with that against, well, okay, but Jesus says pray for my enemies. So am I supposed to be praying for them? Am I supposed to be wanting justice on them? You know, it's, it's tricky. And how about both? I mean, at the end of the day, I think what would be normal for all of us is to want justice. Mm -hmm to ask God for justice mm -hmm. in our language, in our way, to ask God for justice and say, but God, you tell me to pray for my enemies. So the, the desire for justice, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. How that justice comes about, mm -hmm. I don't know. But at the end of the day, it's pretty normal for us when we see things we hate to be angry and go, take that person out, God, knock them down. Yeah, and, and I think with the Psalms, we read them as poetry 3,000 years later, but like there's actual events going on that David is responding to as mm -hmm. he's writing the Psalms, right? So they're actually in war. He's actually writing Psalms of lament when he sins mm -hmm. and things like, like real life experience. Yeah. So we might say if, you know, about maybe some terrorist activity that happens, like we might say, God, do whatever you have to do to stop this. Mm -hmm. Where young children are being mistreated. God, please do whatever you have to yep. do to make sure no more children are. I, I, I certainly have prayed like that. And mm -hmm. we'll continue to pray like that. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that that's me. I'm not even thinking in the terms of condemn those people. It's just like, no, stop what is going on mm -hmm. to bring justice to the oppressed and people that can't mm -hmm. bring their own justice. I, and I would see in the Bible and any any normal follower of Jesus too, we don't want to mute our thoughts before God and be like, okay, I'm not supposed to think this way. I'm not supposed to speak this way. I know the truth that Jesus says, pray for my enemies. It's almost like there would be a danger of trying to be inauthentic before God. Right. In, in assuming he doesn't know what I actually think and feel. Instead of bringing my whole self to him, even my sinful thoughts of anger, whatever my sinful thoughts are that are out of line or not pleasing to him, bringing all of it to him, if he sees it anyway and he knows what I'm feeling anyway, so I see some act of injustice or I've been hurt deeply by someone and I'm feeling all kinds of stuff, better for me to bring all of that to him and hand it to him than to be like, well, but I guess I shouldn't feel this way because Jesus said to pray for my enemies, like I'm gonna fool God. Right. 
God knows what I feel towards my enemies. God knows the injustice that I'm seeing and experience. Better to say, God, I'm feeling this injustice. I hope that person gets hit by a bus, but not my will, but yours be done, God. And I know what I'm supposed to do. I know I'm supposed to trust you with all of this. I don't know how you're gonna handle this and what you're gonna do, but I'm not gonna hide my authentic feelings to you. You know them anyway. Well, and I think that is in some ways the heart of David in these cases, because remember, God says, vengeance is mine. Like, mm -hmm. I'll take care of justice. And so in some ways, it's David going, okay, God, you said it, so here it is. This is your problem. You told me it doesn't, the vengeance is not my problem, it's yours, so. Yeah, here's my suggestion. Do, yeah, I know. <laughs> here's right. what I think you should do, but right. listen, do what you want. Right. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to hesitate to bring to my Father in heaven my feelings. Yeah. Any of those and go, you gotta have to sort them out. I submit to you. Yeah. And yeah, by the way, after, yeah, whatever you decide to do, uh, I will try to pray and love the person that's been abusive or wrong to me. At the end of the day, please do something to stop this. Yeah. I think that's at the heart of these imprecatory Psalms. Cool. So should we pray like this? Pray authentically to our Father? I think so. Good and say, not my will, but yours be done. I want to align my feelings and my heart to yours, so I bring you the traffic jam of my feelings and experiences, and I hand them to you. You sort them out, and I'll trust you and follow you to be the man or woman you want me to be. Yeah, cool. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us on Real Talk. We love just being able to have honest conversation. We appreciate you so much. Have a great week.